Hello, welcome to Movie of the Year. I'm Audrey. I'm Lindsay. And this week we are talking about 1993. This was a very good year. It was. A very good year. <laughs> Every time. Every single time. It was really easy because there were so many choices, but it was also really hard because there were so many choices. Also, this is the second night in a row we've recorded kind of late. Uh-huh. And um, you had a very movie-related day. I did. That I'd kind of like to hear about. I went to Ho Hollywood Studios. Holly. <laughs> <laughs> Stutter. And it was really fun. The kids love, well, most of them love the Tower of Terror. <laughs> most. Some of them Eight didn't. out of 12. <laughs> Eight out of 12 kids agree. <laughs> um, what was your favorite movie-related thing that you did today? Mine's always the Tower of Terror. Although, I guess that's not technically movie, but... Oh, yes it is. I consider it to be, but... It counts. The other thing was the Star Tours is always really fun. And just... It, it, they changed <gasps> it. We went twice. What did you get both times? <clears throat> the first time we went underwater. I don't know if there's more than one yes. underwater. No. And then the second time... That's where the Gungans live. Yes. I don't know <laughs> that, but you know. And the second time we... I forget. It was like the desert at first. Was it Jakku? Was there a big yeah. giant Star Destroyer crash? I think so. J Jakku, Jakku? I think so. I forget how to pronounce That's it. <laughs> I think it's Jakku. Jakku. That sounds right. Anyway, it was really fun. I love that ride. It's really good. I love it when Finn shows up on Jakku. Who's Finn? Oh, oh, Finn! Yeah. He does? Yeah. He comes up on the little screen. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's so good. He's I like, Star Tours, what are you doing here? I love him. So good. I'm so glad you went today. It was really good. It was fun. The kids had a good time. I'm trying to think if there's any... Oh, they love the um, Stunt Spectacular indie. <gasps> awesome. They're pretty enthralled with that. It was a good day. That show has been running so long that it was once a plot point on Full House. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> you must be exhausted. I'm okay. I, I listened to our 1991 and 1992 podcasts, and we were so slap happy. <laughs> so, And it, it occurs to me also that as I listen, I sound completely different than I thought I sounded. Not like in a way that, oh, it's weird for me to hear my own voice, but in a way that I think I sound really dumb. Like, I think I talk like that. It's like, an, I don't think I talk like that in real life. You don't talk so like I that. So I want to sound smarter tonight. That's so funny because I don't think you sound like that at all, even when I listen back. I have such, like, hyper awareness of vocal fry. Yeah. I, I get shamed. That. You do. And I don't think I talk you like do. that normally. So, but then again, I also I when I get around you, I just <clears throat> get so tired <laughs> from laughter. Yeah, the, I I'm like, it's a different level of Audrey than regular Audrey. <sighs> that was a long uh, long intro. It was. <laughs> you have zero fans <laughs> left, <laughs> but you had none to begin with. <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um. um. Oh, <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. Okay, so do you want to start with context, or should I start with movies set in 1993? <clears throat> I'll start with context. Okay. 
1993, Bill Clinton became president. Huh. Janet Reno is the first female attorney general. What do you think of? Quick, what do you think Will of? Will Ferrell. Yeah, right? Every, as soon as you said Janet Reno, I went, uh-huh. I know, me too. As soon as I read her name, I thought of him, like, destroying a set. Play my song. <laughs> <laughs> it's Janet Reno's dance party. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was good. That was a good sketch. 1993 has my favorite ever episode of Saturday Night Live. Which one? Patrick Stewart and Salt and Peppa. I need to rewatch that. I don't even remember that one. But I did love the um, sketch where <laughs> Phil Hartman played Bill Clinton and he stopped at the McDonald's yes! and was eating on a jog. Everybody's food <laughs> on a jog. Yeah, that was really fun. That was a really good year for SNL. Yeah, it was. I think Lorena um, Bobbitt. <laughs> <laughs> um, did that thing she did. Did that thing that she did in 1993. Can't believe Look it up if you don't know. Is, is Bobbit. Bob it. <laughs> it's just a shame. The Lord works in mysterious <laughs> ways. Twisted, twisted ways. <laughs> and River Phoenix passed away, which oh. was super sad because he played young Indiana Jones and he was perfect. A movie set in 1993, some of them were Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, mm-hmm. Clerks, Oh, yeah. Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> this is going to make you laugh. Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> what? But I figured it out. I remember, like, how last night we were like, it Wait keeps a saying minute. the same movies are set in multiple years, but here's where we're really stupid. It's about a school. So it starts in 1991, <laughs> but then, of course, the sequel would also take place in 1991 because of semesters. So. Annoying. Mystery solved. <laughs> Um, also, Mallrats. Oh, I used to love that movie. Yeah. All right, let's get going. Okay. Audrey Marie Brown. <laughs> Social Security number. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, hold on there, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Birthday address. Edit. I'll edit that. I can bleep it. You don't have to. I don't care. It's well, fine. I don't care. <laughs> Shifty eyes. <laughs> what is, what's your favorite movie of 1993? Jurassic Park. I knew that was going to be it. It was actually a tougher decision than I thought because of some of the other movies that I'm sure we'll discuss, but there's just no... I mean, it was Jurassic Park. There's, there's just, nothing like it. No. It, that was a totally, like, industry-changing movie. Mm-hmm. It had everything for me. That Dinosaurs. You know? <laughs> More dinosaurs. We are riveting tonight. Um, Newman. It's all the things. One of my most quoted, and I feel like we say that about every movie. It's one of my most quoted. Hands down favorite. How about you? Jurassic Park. <gasps> what? But I had a really hard time. I had two other ones. Tell me. That really could fall under that category. Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Oh, <laughs> That's That was on loop. And Jurassic Park were on loop. Oh, dear. <laughs> I dropped my pen. Ladder. I peed my pants. <laughs> and I also really love Nightmare Before Christmas, but I know I can really only pick one, so. There can be only one. I'm surprised. Really? I thought for sure it was going to be Sleepless. Really? Do you remember seeing it when you were a kid? No, I didn't get to see it in the theater. I really wish I could have, because that would have been a great movie. Did you? I'm yeah. sure. It'll blow your I mind. I remember seeing it. Yes, it did. We saw it in Indianapolis. We drove all the way there. 
And they had like a display of like like a dinosaur egg nest. Really? In the lobby, and I thought that was so cool. Aww. But then after, I was sad because my sisters had to drive back up to college. We had to go home. Steel trap that mind of yours. <laughs> I know it's miserable. It's a and miserable way to live. Ice cream cone. And then the boy had a shot and pushed me down. <laughs> oh no! Another sad ending. <laughs> Oh my goodness. No, I didn't get to see it until it came out on video. Yeah, stupid video. <laughs> we had, well, you had four kids in your family too, but they were older. <laughs> my mom was like, no, we can't afford to go to the movies. Do you know that I have literally never thought about the fact that our families were the same size? Really? Until right now. <laughs> Until this very moment. It's like, it's not like I didn't know. It's because they're so dip dynamically, they're so different. Yeah, you're the oldest and I'm the youngest. You're the littlest. Littlest. Which was so perfect because we both needed shelter from separate <laughs> storms because of our places in the families. <laughs> like, it was so perfect. We found each other. Can I please tell the story about the time you rode the bike? to my house. Yes, go for it. Okay, one time in, it must have been like our freshman year of high school. It was early. Either eighth grade or freshman year, yeah. maybe. You had gotten into some kind of fight with your dad <laughs> or your mom. Probably both. And I was a witch. <laughs> I lived five miles away in another town. And Lindsay, one summer afternoon, showed up at my front door, like, huffing and puffing and sweating. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? And you were, like, too angry to talk, and I was so worried. And then, like, a few minutes later, your dad got there and, like, knocked <laughs> on the door. And I was the only person home at the time. So he came in, and then, like, I always do when I'm scared, I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> Laughing. And I listened to the conversation, and all it was was your dad standing at the front door going, Lindsay, get in the car. And you going, no. <laughs> Lindsay, get in the car. No. Like, it was that for like 10 no. minutes until he finally gave up and went away. <laughs> I biked five miles. Five, and real fast from the looks of you. <laughs> well, it was because he was following me. And I was like, please go away. You beat the car? Go away. I love that story so much. I love that story. That is a good story. And also really, really embarrassing. No, I don't think it's embarrassing. <laughs> I think it's amazing. What a rebel. No. No. <laughs> get in the car. I'm not going anywhere with you. <laughs> and then they gave up. And they were like, whatever. They know better. <laughs> they know they can't outlast me. <laughs> And then I probably stayed there for a week. I know. You used to stay. Oh, it was the best. You would stay. Sometimes, I think our longest stretch was two weeks. I think I think that was during, was that the snowstorm? Yeah. Yeah. That was so great. That was so much fun. Oh, good, good times. times. <laughs> what was your prestige pick for 1993? Groundhog Day. Really? Truly. That's a good choice, but not what I would have expected. Tell me why you didn't expect it. Tell me more about me, Lindsay. <laughs> Talk about me. Me, me, me. I, I, I. Um, I guess I didn't know it was that high on your list. Yeah. Any, um, any specific reason other than Bill Murray? Well, Harold Ramis. Oh, of course. And it really was Harold Ramis this time and not Leonard Nimoy or Leonard <laughs> Nimoy. Like the time I said. Harold Ramis, of course. I was so that. haughty about it. When we were talking about three men and a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, embarrassing. So Harold Ramis and Bill Murray is really their last movie together. Did they have a falling out? They did. Yeah. 
nobody knows exactly what about there's like different anecdotes you know <clears throat> but um and just such a heartfelt movie and such a great cast like chris elliott in this amazing role like all these steven jawlowski yes he's yes. so funny it's also very unique and bill murray at his finest before he entered um lost in translation that phase of his career which mm -hmm. you could argue that was a leading man role but and the groundhog, I mean, what an actor. <laughs> what a surprise <laughs> and delight. I regret not going to the town where they filmed Groundhog Day when I still lived in the Midwest. Oh, yeah. For Groundhog Day. Do you know what the name of the town is? I forget. We almost... Oh, or maybe it's Puxitani? Illinois. No, but it's like it was the stand-in town. Oh, I see, I see. We almost went one year and we didn't and I, I super regret it. Maybe we could go someday. That would be such a fun field trip when we could have a podcast meetup for one van in we wherever should. that town is. <laughs> we should. They'll be really creepy and we'll be like obligated to spend the whole day with them. <laughs> Live at the Rundown Theater in your town. <laughs> your town. Man, that would be so fun if we did like a tour where we did podcasts. So <laughs> I have trouble pluralizing things at like, uh, you know, famous filming locations. Oh my gosh, that would be so much fun. We could do one at the Tenenbaum's house in Harlem. The home, well, not in the Home Alone house, but yes, we could just do, do it outside. We could do one in the dinosaur from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh yes. So send us money. Gosh. Um, my prestige pick for uh, 1993 was Philadelphia. Good it's, choice. It's a very important moving film. And Jonathan Demme, great director, and just Tom Hanks at one of, in one of his finest roles. And that's all I have to say about that. I've never seen it. You haven't? I have never seen it. No shame, but you should. Yeah, but it's more about him fighting, like, for his rights. <laughs> it's it's. More I didn't mean to that. laugh. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you say, like, when you were talking, I'm thinking of the, the Saturday Night Live Philadelphia oh. commercial. Where they were doing like toys, they were selling Philadelphia toys based on the movie. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. And, and they were like doing one character with Dino Buddy and LaserNet, like, and so that's all. As soon as somebody says Philadelphia, and it's this horrible tick because I just start smiling, uh -huh. and it looks like I'm like mocking this incredible movie that's based on a true story. Like, and I'm like, it's the Dino Buddy and LaserNet. <laughs> I'll have to look that up because I don't even remember that. And at the very end, this kid goes, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Saturday Night Live. He wily makes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't be sorry. Tell it me more about why you love it. It also has a really great song um, by, oh no, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Oh no. Is it Sailing by Christopher Cross? Yes. How did you know? No, it's The Streets of Philadelphia. Oh, dur. By Springsteen. It's really good. I feel dumb. Don't be, don't feel sailing. <laughs> me away from something, something, something. Hey, else. I like me some Christopher Cross. Uh, you're so. white. You're obligated to like Christopher Cross. <laughs> it's in the contract. You're a white female over 35. <laughs> what was your favorite song? I really can't wait to hear this. this okay. I went with His Eye is on the Sparrow from Sister Act 2. That's a good one. As sung by the incomparable Lauren Hill. Did you have a crush on the kid with the hat? No. Oh, neither did I. I guess, though. 
<laughs> Good segue. I'm so glad that you talked about a crush. It's always me talking Neither about like, five. <laughs> I can't believe I just outed myself. <laughs> that was such a specific. I forget his name. I always thought he was really cute. I gotta be honest with you. I don't know who you're talking about. The one that kind of has like a solo part in all oh, the performances. Yeah. And he always wears the hat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He was super cute. He was. But after I hear yours, I want to tell you, I want to talk about some of the other songs because it was hard to choose this here. Okay. So you tell me yours. Mine is What's This from Nightmare <gasps> Before Christmas. Perfect. That freaking movie and all those songs just get me every time. But it was not Chris Sarandon singing, right? It was no, Danny Elfman. No, it was Danny Elfman. Okay. For everything. Which I'm not sure. Maybe Chris Sarandon couldn't sing, but... Apparently not. Catherine O'Hara did her own singing. She's so good. I just figured that out a couple years ago. I was like, wait a minute. Catherine <laughs> O'Hara's in that. In a bunch of roles. <laughs> Starlight Express. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the other songs from that year. There was a big song from Free Willy. I don't remember that. It was the Michael Jackson song. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, I oh. almost picked that. What is it? Choir yeah. behind it? Yes! That song. I loved that song. So, you know that song they always play at award shows? That is from um, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, which was this year. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was kind of a big deal. Dude looks like a lady from Mrs. Doubtfire, oh. although I guess that doesn't count. Yeah, it's technically, not technically from a movie. Yeah. And then there was that song from Poetic Justice, that Janet Jackson song. Which one? I think it was called Poetic Justice. The song? Yeah, but it used to play on the radio all the time and it was really good. Anything else? I think that's it for songs. Um, what was your best poster? Nightmare Before Christmas. Me too! That's so good. What about your most traumatic movie? I want to guess because I think I know what yours is. I think you do know. It's What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yes! I knew we it. We just talked about this the other day. Did we? I think so. You're not that smart. Did we? It's also mine. It is? Yeah, but it I have is. a backup movie. Okay, so can, do you have your reason why it's traumatic? It's so sad. The whole way through. It's the mom. The mom breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. I like, can't. I remember the first time I saw it and watched the end and I was just completely deflated. It's so sad. It's I really think, upsetting. I think I've watched it once in my life. Same! Home. It just was too much. I watched it in college with one of my roommates. Way to go, roommate. She was going through a Johnny Depp phase, so it'd be like a new Johnny movie every week. It's like, shock a lot. That was a mistake. What's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> Cry for a week. <laughs> what was your backup? Uh, Homeward Bound. I have to say, the animal acting in that film is far superior <laughs> to the people acting. It is sad, but I watched it obsessively when I was a kid. You did? Mm-hmm. Why did you watch it? Oh, never mind. Because Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Why did you? Never mind. I got it figured out. Okay, what's your guilty pleasure? I'm really excited about this one. Son-in-law. That's a big guilty pleasure. <laughs> you were so surprised. I almost put that on my worst movie. <laughs> your jaw dropped. I can't believe what you just did. <laughs> Is there a reason it's your guilty pleasure? <laughs> I guess I just... Do you remember the era when... I don't even want to say this because I don't want to knock Polly Shore. Like, do you remember the era when he was, like, on top? Yeah. Like, 1992 and 1993. And I feel like he's kind of, like, an old-timey character actor. Like, I feel like he missed his era. Like, if he had been born in the 30s, 
fish out of water. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know I love an on ball. I do. What was yours? I have a memory of... Ignore. I have a memory of... Is she and Doherty in that movie? No. Um, it's another girl from 90210. Is it Doherty? Tiffany. That's it. Yeah. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Yep. I knew it. I knew it. I didn't know it. She gets roofied. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> she doesn't deserve that. No, she doesn't. Poor Tiffany Amber. I know. And it has a kid that was in everything and still is. It's like, I imagine him as being the same age. Her little brother in that is like the kid who played the vampire on X-Files and... I don't remember him. I'm not being helpful. I think he was in The Sandlot. The, the freckled child. <laughs> the freckled child. <laughs> well, now I have to check. Um, while I'm checking, my guilt... I have two guilty pleasures. <gasps> Me also. You but I want to hear yours first. My first one is, so I married an axe murderer. I guess it's more of a little known, well, is it a little known film? I feel like I hear it's like an orange on a toothpick 12 times a day, like no matter where I am in the world. (laughs) So maybe not a little known (laughs) film at all? I don't, just, you know. It's like an orange on a toothpick. (laughs) All the time. That's not even my favorite line. My favorite line is, you know what this room really needs? A giant po- poster of whatever San Francisco, <laughs> and he turns around and it's oh. there. Oh, that's my favorite. My favorite is she stole my heart and my cat. Oh yes, <laughs> of course. What's your other one? Beverly Hillbillies. Okay, I almost put that. <laughs> it's so good, it's Lily Tomlin. I still watch it. Oops, I shouldn't have said that so loud. I, I still, still watch it. It, <laughs> it is good though. <laughs> Dietrich Bader's funny. Come he on. is funny. Come on. Whose line is it anyway? Napoleon Dynamite listing things he's in. Is he in those? I have a fun game. Okay. It's called Cute or Not. And the first round ever to be played on the podcast will go to Dietrich Bader. Cute or not. Cute. <laughs> was that, was that, did I do it right? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, what? what I don't know why I stared at you blankly. Yeah. I'm trying to make up my mind. Oh, okay. This is why it's a I hard game. Like, oh, you're still playing? <laughs> I fell asleep. So is he cute or not? I'm going to say yes. I think he is. And I think it partly has to do with his humor. Remember that? And his voice. He has a good voice. He does. Remember that episode? I still love it. Of, <laughs> look at this picture. Polly Shore is... I want to see. He's trying Let really, really hard not to be Polly Shore. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm a serious actor now. I've been in two Law and Orders. <laughs> As the true. corpse. <laughs> <laughs> He's see. I think Polly Shore was kind of cute. Mm. I didn't mm. say that with a lot of. Conviction. Oh, that kid. Yes. The, yeah, he was Patrick Renna. He played Ham. Yeah. In uh, Sandlot. Yeah. He was in He was everything. in literally everything. Um, King Lear. <laughs> other stuff. Remember that episode of Medium when Diedrich Bader played all of those different people because <gasps> yes! he was an identity thief? I love that episode. Wow, I haven't thought of that in years. And she wakes up and he's like, takes Joe's place and she almost murders him. Oh, and she's man. afraid. I want, okay, speaking of Medium... What's the name of the guy who played her husband? He was also in the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Right. Uh, While well, you think about it, I wrote a spec script 
in 2007, and I was so into Medium at the time that I wrote a part for him. Really? Because I thought, big surprise, that he was very cute. He is very cute. And a very good actor. He's excellent. It was the role of a scientist, <laughs> specifically an ornithologist. <laughs> Perfect for him. Right? It's the role he was born to play. <laughs> of course, now I can't think of his name that you've asked me. It is Jake Weber. Jake Weber! Yeah. So, wait, did you say your second one? Yeah, Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, duh. We were just talking about <laughs> Diedrich Bader for an hour. Mine was Hocus Pocus, although that's probably not really a guilty pleasure either. It I'll kind of it. is. I mean, that scene where, like, the cat gets run over and it deflates. <gasps> So upsetting. It looks so fake. And then, like, I still cry at the end of that movie. It's so sad. Yeah, it is sad. <sighs> I just get really happy when they finally let her shop. <laughs> <laughs> what was your, um, hey, Audrey. Yeah? What was your most influential? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it was Adam's Family Values. Really? Totally. I'm not surprised, actually. Really? That movie was such a relief. Like, I love the part where the girl, you know, Harmony from Buffy, mm -hmm. the little blonde girl, is pretending to drown. <laughs> she just <laughs> lets her. And then, of course, every Thanksgiving, you have to watch the scene where they take over the Thanksgiving play. And Wednesday Adams is a revelation she is i love her christina ricci all the way christina she embodies ricci. all of my feelings about everything she does i'm just you're this beautiful blonde person on the outside <laughs> but you're such a like christina ricci aubrey plaza on the inside i hate you and i hate the world <laughs> oh look at me i scared someone today with just my eyes you did yeah tell me what happened she was in my way that was all she was she like, I'm sorry. Away, like the guy in the beginning of Tommy she Boy. She did. I'm sorry. My most influential was twofold. Mrs. Doubtfire and Groundhog Day. For all the reasons that we said. Do you have any Mrs. Doubtfire related memories? Yes. Once, one time I had a nanny who danced with the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> one time I saw a dude that looked like a lady. <laughs> no, but I did think I did have a crush on that boy too. I can see that. What was his name? He was like a Lawrence brother, wasn't he? Or isn't <gasps> he, he was. Yeah, he's like, like the, the middle, middle brother. Yeah. <laughs> I was in one movie. I'm the middle Lawrence No, brother. wait. He was on a TV show, I think, too. Um, yeah. We, it had Ed Asner, and it was about cars. Yeah, they were all in it. Yeah. Brotherly love. Wow, good job. Thanks. I believe it played after Home Improvement. I do not I have, have that on DVD. Shift, shift. <laughs> I don't. Collector's edition. Okay, wait. Since you said your crush from that movie, I'm gonna say my um, David Crumholtz and Adam's Family Values. Really? Oh, you like David Crumholtz? Oh my gosh, yes. He was so cute to me. Did you have a crush on him when he was in that Ten Things I Hate About You? Yes. You did. I did. And I had a crush on him in Firefly. What about Freaks and Geeks? Oh yes. What about when he murdered Lucy less, in less ER? Less Freaks and Geeks, <laughs> and less in ER. <laughs> Jake, my husband still uh, irritated, like, in a very irritated voice will refer to David Crumholtz as your boyfriend's in it. Makes him so mad. I can't believe you like him. That's so funny to me. Did you watch that TV show he was in for so many years? Numb three years? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Uh, uh, ironically, I did not. <laughs> Just Oof. couldn't do it. Such a babe, though. <laughs> in the beginning of... 
That's so funny. He was in the Coen Brothers. He was in uh, Hail Caesar. Oh, that's and right. And it was the first time I was like, well, it was for a time. The time has passed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our time is now over, David. <laughs> Crumble. Okay, so what was your confession? What's your confession movie? What are you ashamed that you have I'm so seen? ashamed of this. I've seen bits and pieces, but not all the way through, of Schindler's List. Don't. I haven't either. Don't be ashamed. Okay. Okay. I can't handle it. Is that why? Yes. I'm afraid to watch it. Someone made me watch Band of Brothers once. Or no. What's the one with Tom Hanks? <laughs> That's, no. It's uh, Saving, Private, Saving Ryan. Private Ryan. It was my college orientation. And this guy was like, right before I drove home, he was like, do you want to watch Saving Private Ryan? And I didn't want to, but I was still like 17 and I was afraid to say no because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And then you couldn't drive home because you were so sad. I had to pull over. You did? I was like weeping hysterically. Aww, it is really sad. Bad memory. I know what it's about. And I've seen, like I said, I've seen little bits and pieces and even that I can't handle. I just... Blah, 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 blah. I can't handle it. Yeah. I can't even think about it. I may never see it. I think that's okay. I guess. I think sometimes those movies are very hard on people who are like already, you know, know that that was a problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like some people now are like, it didn't even happen. Oh my, yes. And I'm like, you need to watch in this list, but you don't because you. I already know that it did yeah. happen and, and you're it was upset. bad. Yeah. <laughs> what was your confession? I have never seen Poetic Justice. I don't think I have either. I hear it's amazing. I do too. The end. Bye. Worst? Super Mario Brothers. It is so bad, and I want it to be good because it's Bob Hoskins. But but it is beyond bad. There is, I think there's like an interview, might be an episode of How Did This Get Made, devoted to Super Mario Brothers. I think Brothers. you're right. That is really funny. I need to, I need to listen to that. <sighs> it was so bad that it wasn't even entertaining. It's right. like Mano's Hands of Fate. Like, you, you try to watch and you're like, this isn't even fun. It's not so bad it's fun. Like it's The Room or watch. something. Yeah. What about yours? Leprechaun. Ooh. Oh, I have a leprechaun. <laughs> Flashlight. All right, what was your movie that you can't believe didn't make the list? I had two. Okay. Dave and Mrs. Doubtfire. Good ones. Thank you. Good ones. Mine was Wayne's World 2. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Um, okay, what's your movie story? So, <laughs> I ha can I play the little clip? Clip. Am I allowed? Yes, you're allowed. Two women sued after starting a podcast. <laughs> and, I, and again, I say, so, nightly news shuts down <laughs> for irrelevant headlines. So my dad, as you know, that you're involved with this, was obsessed with the movie Tombstone, which came out in 1993, but he was more obsessed with it later, like in our <laughs> teen years. So it seemed like this would happen on a weekly basis, but he would just put the movie in to play this one part that he loved so dearly and we'd be up in my room hanging out and all of a sudden at full volume we would hear hang on I'll, I'll get to it but we would hear this quote at full volume and he would just play it over and over and it would make us laugh so hard and then he ended up making it his ringtone it was like his his impish delight phase. It really was. He, he got the biggest kick out of this. It was so bizarre. It was so, but in the best part was that when you would go downstairs, 
he would be like lit up like a Christmas tree laughing and all the other members of your family would be like, oh, oh God. <laughs> like, not Again. this. It's not funny. And we like tease him mercil- mercilessly about it even still. Yes. It's not even a funny scene. Well, it is to him. It's funny to us. <laughs> Sort of. Okay, play it. I'm going to play it. No, don't hold it that close. (laughs) (laughs) My ears. Blood. (laughs) Call down the thunder. Well, now you got it. See that? It says United States Marshal. That's so sad. Why would he find that place? What? I'm afraid of Frontier nonsense. Here it comes. A thousand times in our youth. A thousand million Hell's times. Just me. completely obsessed. That's my story. I love that Let's story. I was more of an unforgiven girl. Yeah. Over Tombstone. That's a good one, too. Why, when you say Tombstone, do I think of Metallica's Nothing Else Matters? Can you explain that? I don't know. Val Kilmer's in Tombstone, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, what was your story? Um, I feel like I've told this so many times that the only people who are going to listen to this, people who already know this about me. Tell it. Tell it. <laughs> You're so encouraging. Um, so mine was about Hocus Pocus, about how I got to meet Doug Jones. Oh, yeah. Who played Billy the Zombie. I got to interview him once for a behind-the-scenes DVD feature because I was, like, the media manager on a indie film he was doing, and it... Indiana, and he's also from Indiana, and he's from Ball State, and it would be cool to like have a movie that's one of your favorites, and just get to meet the guy who's in it. That's really cool. It was weirdly meaningful because I was like deeply traumatized by thriller as a child, and then when I saw Hocus Pocus, it like undid a lot of the thriller damage. Yeah, and so it was like meeting somebody who fixed something in my brain. I had a couple of honorable mentions. Yes. Sandlot. It's really good. Have Never you seen s- it. I knew you hadn't seen that. You need to. Dave. Uh, True Romance. Have you seen that? Yes. And The Fugitive. Um, Cliffhanger was also that year. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember seeing that in the theater. That was one of those movies that was like a huge hit but has not aged well. Remember the whole, that big opening scene? <laughs> Much blew like everybody's me in my mind. <laughs> I was once a huge hit also and have not aged well. I saw the wheels turning. I didn't, give you, I didn't pause long enough to give you a chance. Sorry. No, it's a, no I'm sorry. <laughs> I roll right over your joke. No, you've aged very well. Like a fine wine. Arm falls off. <laughs> Rookie of the year was this year. Oh, that's right. There was one significant thing about Rookie of the year. What? Daniel Stern. It was pitchers got a big butt. Oh, I forgot. That was that swept the nation as a quote. It did. All the boys in our school never shut up about it. Did you did you hear that quoted a lot? I think so. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitter, 
and Instagram. Tell us your stories. What was your favorite movie of 1993? Yeah. What's your movie story? We love to hear other anything people you want to tell us. Yeah. Even if it, even if you think of something from a year before that, tell us. Let us know. Yeah. Tell and, us about all the dumb stuff we said, and we'll um, we'll read it. Would mm-hmm. you like to play a quick round of quick? Think of a movie you haven't thought of in 20 years. Yes, but I'm going to say our Gmail really quick. Movie of the Year podcast at gmail.com, and I would love to play around. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to do very well, but here we go. I'm excited. Am I going first? I would like to open it up also to TV. Okay. Anything you haven't thought of in 20 years. Any form of media? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Anything. Okay. Sea turtles. (laughs) Them. I forgot. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. It's not hostage. Oh, no. It's not witness. It's got Mel Gibson. It's about a kidnapping ransom. Ransom. Yeah. Good one so hard. It's so hard. You have to think about something you haven't thought about. Um, Heidi, the movie. Wow, that was a good one. <laughs> was it? <laughs> Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. There's a movie called 15 Minutes with Robert De Niro. Really? I haven't thought about it in years. I guess that doesn't count because you don't even know what I'm talking about. Really? It does count. It totally counts. <laughs> I don't believe you. If stuff didn't count just because I didn't know about it, we would have zero podcast. <laughs> we would have none podcasting. <laughs> to one more? One. Yeah. Man of the House. Good one. To go along with that, I'll say Jungle to Jungle. Good one. <laughs> Mimi Siku. You know the name. Is <laughs> that the kid's name? Yeah. That's so funny. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. We really appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. We appreciate you. Yeah. I I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Sorry I wasn't more dynamic for you tonight. No, that's okay. You're forgiven. Thank you. All right, we'll see you next time. Oh, because Metallica sang a song called Unforgiven. Oh, there you go. That's why. Backdoored it. Oh, man. Just in time. That's awesome. All right, well, we're going to go listen to some Metallica. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.